so some of the things that, um, it, depending on your, your child's age, so I'll talk about like more infants where they can like baby carry, like when they get to that point, I mean, you can even do it as a toddler, but it gets even more cum cumbersome. But if you can add a point where you can do baby carrying, that alone, while you're doing all of your chores, I mean, that's, think about it, that's an added weight of like seven plus pounds that you're carrying around um, to do your daily activities. And on top of that, you get that bonding that you want to have. So some simple things as, you know, squatting down, of course, to pick up like a laundry basket, like that is in itself a practice of doing some form of a physical activity. When I'm looking at physical activity, I'm always looking at functional. Like what are some things that you're going to be needing to do all the time? You need to squat down and pick up your kid. You are listening to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we talk the real behind the scenes of mommyhood and business through the eyes and experiences of other moms in business. First, we are moms, yes, but we are also women, bosses, and humans. Here we support moms on being confident, authentic, and most of all, unapologetic to who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our identity isn't tied to just being a mom because we are so much more. Welcome to the mommyhood. This episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community and support system for moms who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs supporting each other in a positive, safe, judgment-free zone of other like-minded women getting things done to thrive in your home and business. To find out more, go to www.thriveafternine.com. Tuning in today's episode, you know that Unapologetically Me Mommyhood is all about mommyhood and business and then a little bit of the behind the scenes. We are here to support moms in being confident and authentic to who they are as a woman, a business owner, and a human. Our identity isn't tied to just being a mom because we are so much more. Remember before this, before we were moms, we were still rocking it and we're rocking it right now. And we're here to guide women through their journey of home and business through the eyes of other moms in business. We're talking about being unapologetic, embracing who you are as not just a mom, but as a woman and embracing your good, your bad, your ugly, because mommyhood is real. It's not all the giggles and cuddles that you see all over the internet. Sometimes that ish hits the fan. And sometimes we mean literally, if you haven't been through it, let you know that it hits the fan. And we have our breakdown, ugly cries too. So everything mommyhood and business, this month is all about self-care. You know, we're talking about different topics and different ways to take care of yourself. And so this episode, we'll be speaking with Miss Stephanie Lopez Gilmore, who is a holistic health and wellness coach. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you for being here. So what we always do and what we like to do is we just want you to tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, what got you into it. So tell us a little bit about that. Hi. So as I mentioned, I'm a holistic health and wellness coach, and I've been doing it since 2016, starting off with more like the personal training and then getting into the nitty gritty of nutrition. Um, a lot of things, as we know, in business, you know, things switch gears over time. Um, my main driver was really to help my family members who were suffering with cancer and other illnesses to really find ways in which they would be able to still live out their, their life as best as possible um, through, you know, more holistic means. 
And so that was one of my main drivers for my business. And then it, of course, it kind of spilled out to my clients. As time went on, I really started focusing more on hormonal health and then got getting into the gears of helping moms from fertility all the way to postpartum because hormones play a huge role when you are trying to go through your fertility journey, during your pregnancy, and then in your postpartum journey. And being um, a mom of a now toddler, I fully understand that whole gamut from dealing with trying to have a kid, um, finally having a kid, and then the whole craziness that happens postpartum, right? When you think like, oh, I'm done with this hormonal shifting. And then as you mentioned, the edge hits the fan, right? Your hormones go all over the place and then you're up late at night bawling your eyes out for who knows what reason, crying over spilt milk. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a thing. That is really a thing, crying over spilt milk. God, oh, you don't yeah. have any days when that, that breast milk fell and I was like, oh, no, nah, not again, you know, falling asleep. <laughs> Why are you pumping? Like just different things. And just to let you know, like this is an uncut podcast. We're talking about the real. So we don't have to censor or do any of that because we want them to get the real behind the scenes that we are humans. I feel like um, that's lost. Like it's lost in translation sometimes where, People think like you're a mom and that's it. You're just a mom. Oh, you're a mom. You shouldn't do that. You're a mom. Oh, you shouldn't do this. Like you're, I'm like, before I was a mom, what was I? Like when you become a mom, you're a business owner, you were, you know, you were a whole bunch of things. You were a friend, you were going out, you were having fun, you know, and all of a sudden you became a mom and people are like, oh, like, or, or they address you as so-and-so's mom. Like, Um, oh, you're so-and-so's mom. And I'm like, mm, I have my own identity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just my I have my mom. own, I have I have my own identity. Like did, yeah. did my name disappear because I became a mom? So no, you're just yeah. whoever your child's um for whoever your child's name is, you're their mom. So if you're like, if your kid's name is Joe, you're Joe's mom. If your kid's name is Sarah, you're Sarah's mom. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, we were we were so much more before we became moms. And when we became moms, we didn't become a new person. Things changed. And we had changed and we made some adjustments, but we are the same. We're like the person that was there before we were moms, you know? Yeah. So um, I just want to preface that before we get into the conversation that definitely this is uncut raw version of mommyhood and business. So um, now as we're talking about, um, you know, health and self-care and taking care of yourself. So I want to take it back a little bit um, to last year because we had similar experiences and we both became moms at the dawn of a pandemic. So we had plans, right? These big plans that kind of didn't go exactly how we expected because this whole thing happened, right? And the whole world shifted and changed. And so I always say like my birth plan kind of went out the window. My afterbirth plan went out the window. All my beforehand plans went out the window. It was like everything just kind of was like, bloop, nope. So <laughs> let's talk a little, let's talk a little bit about that experience. Um, as a mom who was a business owner, you had one plan, right? And then mm-hmm. this whole thing happened. And plans like they they changed a lot. So let's talk about that a yeah. little bit. So um, prior to the pandemic, when I was mom, I had all of these like ideas of like, okay, this is what I'm going to be transitioning out of work in order for me to like go on to maternity leave. 
and all that stuff and working um, at in local gyms. Of course, when the pandemic hit, it came a lot sooner <laughs> than I expected um, because my due date was in um, in the summer and all of a sudden March comes around with a pandemic and they're like, whoop, you're all out of business. And so it was a quick shift of changing gears to um, even doing other aspects of business coaching, helping other people who were in the health and wellness industry to finally take their business online, which I had that online aspect, really focusing a lot of my uh, attention to the online coaching. And it, I think it took my clients a minute to get used to the online aspect, even though some of them were already doing it. It's just because you know, they're so used to having that face-to-face -face interaction and they didn't realize that just by being online, it's still going to be there, right? It's, I'm, mm. I'm not shifting and I'm not changing who I am. I'm still giving you the same amount of care that you need to have. I'm just doing it in an online aspect. And it took some, some people as long as like six months because, you know, in the back of their head and especially with the news, they were like, oh, I'm about to go back into the gym. I'm about to go back into the gym. I'm like, mm, <laughs> you might want to rethink that, honey, <laughs> because you might be looking at a year. Uh, and, and even now, like I haven't even stepped foot back into one because my business is now all remote. So there's really no need for me to do that. And it's more convenient for me being a mom because I can now tailor it around his nap time than his sleep scheduling. Oh, I love what you just said right there, because um, a lot of work that I'm doing with moms and to show moms is that, look, you're a mom and things change, but you're able to shape and shift things the way you want it to be when you're a mom and a business owner. You just have to take the time out to get that little strategy together. Um, and what you just said, like you're able to shape it around what um, your son is doing right. Um, yeah. And when he goes to sleep, um, I was stressed out because I couldn't get enough done. And when I mean enough, what I'm used to getting done, I was consistently like, oh, all this stuff left over. I didn't get this done. Oh, da, 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 da. you know, and I was stressed out from that because I was um, putting too much on myself for what I thought I should be doing at the time. And so what I did do was I decided to say, okay, what can I control, right? Mm -hmm. And so I decided like, hey, if things don't get done, I'm gonna stop beating myself up about it. I'm just going to like move it to the next time it can get done. And I became less stressed. Um, and one of those things is what you said, like getting things done during nap time. I decided to devote like the first part of the day to, you know, the kids. So I don't have to worry about, um, what do you say? Uh, trying to work and do the kids. Oh my goodness, eyes are burning. Okay, work and do the kids at the very beginning of the day because it was a push pull because they mm. all they need more things at the beginning of the day, right? They do. There's a lot more to do. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just leave that part of the day alone. That's for the kids at nap time. I'm gonna do some stuff, and then when they go to bed, hey, or later in the day, I'm gonna get some stuff done. So how did that change for you, especially if you're doing um? you're doing health and wellness. So um, how, how are you able to shape your schedule, right? How are you able to sh shape your schedule around to, especially with a small child? I think like today we can talk to the women who have smaller children that are out here struggling. Yeah. So the one thing I would say is support, right? And building that support network. Um, and I'm lucky enough to have my mom living with us. So um, one of the things that we end up doing is 
and um she's old school so she needs like an actual written calendar so we have one of those like whiteboard calendars mm. and I put down pretty much like the schedule that I need to have her watch the kids so she knows that like this is the times every week that I need to have um you assist whether it's you know with my cl- client's check-in or classes or anything like I'm doing there so she's really good when it comes to that um, the other thing is I make, I have my days in which I'm like, know that I'm doing my onboarding and this is my onboarding day. And that coincides when I can have someone watching him. So right now it's like my mother-in-law, um, down the line, we're hoping to enroll him into part-time daycare. So then that frees up two days a week where I know that I have this chunk of time in which I can get all my stuff in, um, nap time. And I also get the flexibility because most of my clients luckily are moms and so mm-hmm. they they understand when I'm like well I I would be checking in or responding to your messages at this time but my kids sleep schedule is all over the place and they comprehend that because um, I used to be able to say like oh between 12 and 3 I can as my check-in window and where I'm responding to messages and I'm able to do content now it can be nap time is late as four where I'm staring at him wondering when this child is planning on going to sleep um, because yeah. it's four hours past your bed nap time and it's getting close to bedtime. So you better either take a half an hour nap or I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> um, and so things kind of shift and it makes it nice that I have moms who are okay with the fact that my my times that I might be checking in on them or responding to them are different than they were before. They're okay if sometimes I'm on a phone call or teaching a class and my kid's right there. Uh, and they think, you know, they're like, oh, wow, you're a super mom. I'm like, well, it's not about super mom. It's just that I have no one to watch my kid right now. So <laughs> my kid's just going to be off in the corner running around yes. and I apologize for it. <laughs> you know, there's been times where I had to change stinky diapers, right? Like where you get to a point where you're like, okay, like, I'm sorry, but I got to cut this meeting for a second because I got to change this nasty diaper at this moment. Um, and it, it makes it very nice because of the fact that I work with predominantly moms that they understand they, they, they either are going through the, the phase of getting to that point where they're like, okay, this is what my life is going to look like, or they are at the point of I'm having a kid and I understand that things are shifting and that it's okay for, for her to have to make changes because she is a mom. And a lot of times that responsibility still falls on us, whether, you know, yes, I have assistance, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm his mother not my mom, not the daycare, not anyone else. I'm his mom. And so if he needs me and he's teething at that moment, I might have to cancel everything. And, and it might be a toss up where I'm saying, I'm sorry, he's like crying. No one wants, he doesn't want anyone to hold him. I have to hold him for the next eight hours because he's in pain because he's teething. And they're pretty, they're pretty responsive on that. Yeah. And I like what you said right there. And that's what I talk about, like support and community that moms need people who understand moms, right? Yeah. Because um, that's what this is. This podcast is all about. It's about moms being able to be unapologetic and be who they are, their identity, plus be a mom, plus that mommyhood, you know, the behind the scenes. That's what this is all about is to show moms like, hey, we're, we are moms, so we have to do mom things and you shouldn't apologize for it. You don't have to be apologetic. Be unapologetic about that ish. If you have to do something, you have to take care of your child. You have to take care of your child. It's not like you can just be like, oh, I'm not going to do it today. Well, you could, yeah. but I don't know how, how well that will roll over. You know what I mean? So 
um, being able to say like what you said, like sometimes I have them in here, they're back there on the floor, like this chair, the way the chair is built, you can't really see behind me. <laughs> you can't see behind me. And I, I like that about the chair when I started putting like the yoga mat out and she's laying there, you know, on her um, tablet or she's laying there watching something or he's running back and forth like I'm like it's it's it is what it is like we're moms we have to do what we have to do when you're on a call and you're listening at them plus the call and you're answering all the questions and you're controlling that that's showing that you're like I'm, I'm getting this together right when at yes. first it was like let me get to a quiet place because it's really loud in here or you know I don't do that stuff anymore like I'm just like hey if I turn it on you're gonna hear um, you're going to hear some ABCs in the background. You're going to hear a little Peppa Pig. You're going to hear a little pop, whatever's going on. Like, that's what you're going to hear on the call. <laughs> and I think the pandemic has helped with that in a way, right? Because so many people work from home. And so there's, you know, whether it's moms or dads or whoever it may be, it can mm -hmm. be someone who's not even a parent, right? There's stuff going on in the background where it might be, you know, all of a sudden, the leaf guy wants to like, or like someone wants to start a lawnmower right in the middle of like your Zoom business call. And it's like, yeah. in the background, or someone wants to do a construction um, in, in your building, um, or your dog all of a sudden really wants to go outside. And this was like the, the best opportunity in the middle of like your presentation that the dog wants to bark, bark, bark. I think that, that because we had to work at home, a lot of those, a lot of those things are kind of like lessened, right? Where people don't mind that they hear background stuff because now they're so accustomed to it versus prior to the pandemic, you might be like, oh, there goes that like annoying kid. I mean, I, today I went to um, a restaurant with one of my other mom friends and it was like our first outing going with um, another couple who has a kid that plays with, with Noah. And there was people that were giving us dirty looks. And my husband was like, well, did you see that? And I was like, yeah. And I gave him dirty looks right on back because guess what? At one point they were a kid and I don't, and like either they were a kid, they had a kid and I don't really give a crap. Like, <laughs> so they can give me dirty looks all I want. I want to eat at this restaurant and I have every reason to, because I am paying for this meal. I'm spending money on this meal. And like, and if they don't have kids, they were a kid and they probably were the same kid that my kid is right now being bad at a restaurant. So I don't that really give a crap. Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I remember um, I was telling you we were trying to get to the zoo. And so um, it's been a couple of times we went places and, you know, um, I'm still breastfeeding. It's not a bad word, people. Breastfeeding. <laughs> not a bad word. No. Um, so um, um, when we're getting out, like we're getting out. So I know like he's going to need milk before we're on our way home because we've been there. It's been a couple hours, two, three, yeah. four hours, however long it took to walk through there and walk back. It was not fun. I'm just saying they need scooters um, <laughs> to get back out. By the time you walk all the way to the back and then coming back out, we need like scooters, a horse and carriage, something. We needed something. But um, we get to the car. My husband's like, you need something? You want me to give you something like a cover? Like you need us? You... I'm like, I don't need nothing. Like he's about to get the milk. <laughs> about to... I'm sitting already. I'm sitting in the car. So that's good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't got time for all of that. He's about to get this milk and he's going to go in his car seat and we're going to go home. Like it's no need for that. You know what I mean? Like people just need to get over it. Like I'm like, there's it's too much. Like, I'm not going to um, cover yourself up and do all that. I'm like, like, first of all, you're already in the, the car. So like, that's just, that's a cover. That's a shelter anyways. And if yeah, someone's peeping like, in your car, why are they peeping in your car? 
Yeah, why are they looking anyways? Like, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. No, so like what you just said, like people just need to get over it. Like there are kids in the world. That's how we populate the world. There are kids, they become adults. Like, hey, oh, I, we don't want to go, we don't want to spiral. I want to bring it back to the conversation. So when we're talking <laughs> health and wellness, because we can spiral with that conversation um, with health and wellness. So as we're helping moms with self-care and we're talking um, different types of self-care, we're talking about um, nutrition, we're talking about physical fitness, we're talking about mental fitness, mental health, those different things. So first, let's start with the, um, the physical fitness part, because sometimes I feel like as moms, we can neglect the physical fitness part, but a lot of things that we do, lifting them babies, putting them down, loving them babies, putting them down, that is kind of like a workout, especially carrying babies up and down stairs like I be doing. That's a workout. But let's talk about some easy things that moms can do at home that are pretty quick, like five, 10 minute things that they can do in intervals, you know what I mean, throughout okay. the day. So they can still feel like they're getting a workout in even when they feel like they can't go to a gym or watch a 30 minute video or hop on an hour Zoom class. What are some short things they can do? Yeah, so some of the things that, um, depending on your, your child's ages. So I'll talk about like more infants where they can like baby carry, like when they get to that point, I mean, you can even do it as a toddler, but it gets even more cumbersome. But if you can add a point where you can do baby carrying, that alone, while you're doing all of your chores, I mean, that's, think about it, that's an added weight of like seven plus pounds that you're carrying around um, to do your daily activities. And on top of that, you get that bonding that you want to have. So some simple things as, you know, squatting down, of course, to pick up like a laundry basket like that is in itself a practice of doing some form of a physical activity when i'm looking at physical activity i'm always looking at functional like what are some things that you're going to be needing to do all the time you need to squat down to pick up your kid and so that's something that um, if they are of a younger age you can squat down pick them up you know bring them above your head squat back down you're working your legs you're working your core you're working your shoulders and your arms as you lift them above your head and it's fun for the for the kids too Another mm -hmm. one I like to do um, because it, it's fun. I mean, right now my son, every time I'm laying on the ground, he thinks that I'm just like a bounce house, but um, laying on the ground and doing a hip thrust and having my son as my weight. So he's on my hips and I'm lifting my hips up and down, up and down. Now, every time anyone's on the ground, he's like, oh, this is fun. We're going to go bouncing up and down. And uh, I have to remind him, like, I just ate. <laughs> so let's not bounce on mama right now because mama's going to like upchuck in a moment. <laughs> um, but that's, that's another easy one that you can do. Um, depending on, you know, right now he's a toddler, so he likes to be swung around. So that's something that you could do kind of like a kettlebell swing, but you're using your, your kid. So taking a wide stance, bringing your kid underneath your legs, pulling them up. So again, that's a full body. That's also a little bit of cardiovascular activities that you could do. Make it as if you are playing. Other things can be simply like going for walks with them, whether it's pushing them in a stroller or chasing them down the street if they're a toddler, because we know that that's definitely an, a physical activity to do. Um, I like to do like, I like to chase them. So we have this whole thing, like we just play chase where I'm just chasing them around the house. My mother, my mom gets into it also. Um, my husband gets into it. So things like that are 
play activities that you can still do sports if you if your kids are into sports soccer football any of that kind of stuff being outside and just making it into a play because it's still something that you're bonding with your kid and you can easily do that with your kid without feeling like you have to wait for them to go to sleep kids watch you quickly um just this morning I saw him picking up a five pound weight because he sees me always picking up weights mm. and he's taking like his play dumbbell and he was doing like kettlebell swings with it because he sees me do that. They watch you and they mimic you. They want to do the same thing that you are doing. So teaching them and showing them like these fun physical activities that you can do is not only going to be beneficial for you, but also beneficial for your kids because your kids now start to see like, oh, this is fun and this is exciting over sitting there watching a video game or watching you know, TV for hours, right? We want our kids to be physically active. So starting off with just leading by example is a really great way. Yeah, I like all of that. You gave three really good um, and um, simple things that you can do um, using your child or having them involved. Um, with the hip thrust that you talked about, um, can you explain that one just a slight bit more so that the ladies yeah. can understand what it is? Okay, so what you'll be doing is you're gonna be laying on your back. Um, you're gonna have your feet flat on the ground, knees up in the air. So your knees are making like a nice triangle position. And then from there, if you are planning on using your kid, you can place your kid right on your hips, like right on that hip bone, um, holding onto them so that making sure that they're not falling from one side to the other and literally squeezing your glutes and your abs as you lift your butt off the ground. Um, and you can hold it there for a count mm. of two and then bring it back down. And then, you know, the faster you go, it's more like cardiovascular, um, also like fun for them, but you can simply like lift them up, hold one, two, bring it back down. And of course, you know, the heavier they are, the older they are, the more weight you're going to yes. be using. Um, <laughs> and prior to, it's funny because I'll log it um, when I'm logging my stuff it's kind of like I will use a weight in, a, in my kid. So it'd be like, well, 65 pounds because I use X amount of weight plus my kid who's 20 something pounds, right? So, um, so it ends up being its own, its own added weight that you can do. And it works the glutes and it works the core. So it's a really great one. And it's also good for moms who are postpartum because it's still helping with that pelvic floor while also um, not causing any additional pressure on the abdomen. I like it. And I do the squat ones all the time because he definitely likes to be put into the air, like yeah. down, up, over, but he's so heavy. I can't do as many as I did before. <laughs> oh yeah. Your arms start to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hurt he's heavier now, but that one's fun for him and you get a good little squat in. That's a good little yeah. squat with that weight. Um, so and I watch like your that. kids form, right? right. Like your kids know how to squat better than you do. So like watching oh, how yeah. your kids squat is a perfect form on how to do a proper squat. Yeah, because he surely does all day squat down, picking up everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. So I like that. So we, um, you were just given three different exercises you can do with your child um, up to a certain point. So let's, um, let's say they have a child that is five or older. Do you suggest they do the same things and maybe just get the child involved with the yeah. workout get the kid involved so like some other things i really like seeing is you know doing push-ups with your kid right maybe getting like your kid likes to mimic you so doing push-ups doing sit-ups doing squats um maybe running and like just like if, if you can do like small little sprints where you're like all right let's go like let's do a race and see who can get to the end of this driveway the quickest 
make it fun um, because again, they're full of energy and you as a mom are probably trying to wear the, their butt outs. So mm-hmm. <laughs> make it as fun as possible. <laughs> Do more um, at that age point, I would say doing more like cardiovascular things. So like jumping jabs or skipping or playing like you're skipping rope or maybe getting a hula hoop and hula hooping. Things that, that make it into the games that kids like to play. Um, so maybe that is topscotch. Maybe that's like playing four square. Like just, again, getting your kids active. It's still getting you some kind of physical activity because your heart rate is up, but you're also including your kids and they're worn out, hopefully some, at some point and they're ready to take a nap or chill out for a little while. And you're like, all right, great. I got my workout in. My kids are worn out. I can go do my other stuff. <laughs> Yes, you're giving me some ideas. Let's get a workout in before nap time. Yeah. (laughs) You're giving me some ideas here because I'm like, they are not, they're they're playing games with me right now. They will not take a nap at nap time. The nap is getting later and later in the day. So their bedtime is getting later and later in the day. And I that's mommy's work time. So you're giving me some ideas (laughs) to go ahead and get them pooped before nap time. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll sleep all the way through that nap and give me a like two, three hours to, you know, get some things done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I love that. Um, so we talked, so we just talked a little bit about some physical fitness things. So let's talk a, a little bit about nutrition. Um, because you know, we're like super busy as moms and um business owners. So moms and entrepreneurs, we're like all over the place. I don't want to say it is like mentally all over the place, but sometimes when we're over here doing things, we're over here, we're coordinating things. Sometimes we forget to take care of our own nutrition and the things we're eating. We're grabbing quick things or we're forgetting meals because we got a lot going on. So what's some things we can do to kind of combat that so we can make sure we're taking care of ourselves nutritionally as well? Yeah. So some of the things that I would say, uh, and I want to, again, kind of talk about different age groups. Um, Nutrition is really key. Number one, like during pregnancy and that postpartum window, because postpartum, you're losing a lot of nutrients. So as you might, uh, you know, have remembered that hair loss, you know, uh, dry, brittle, like skin and nails and, and joints. And so really what you're looking for is more like um, more foods that are going to help rebalance the hormones. So like healthier fats um, to kind of get that in. And I think a lot of times, Hey, so I'm interrupting this video to tell you about this really amazing community where moms are supporting moms in a really genuine way to be a support system and not only your, only your life, but in both your home and in your business, what's better than being with a group of like-minded women who really care about you and your success. We're talking personal development, business development, co-working, networking, and just support where we meet you, where you are, we get, and we got you. Check out the Thrive After Nine tribe at www.thriveafternine.com. Now back to the episode. What I find very often on women and just in general is that they shy away from fat. So like fat's going to make me fat. And especially if you grew up in the nineties at some point in time, and you've heard all those commercials, like fat free, fat free, everything, you know, like I hear so many women are like, I need my fat free dressing. I need my hundred calorie snack pack. I need my da, 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 da. And I'm like, what you need is some avocado and some uh, like fish and some nuts and seeds is what you actually need screw all all that other kind of stuff, um, especially in the process kind of things. So really getting back into like whole nutrition. And um, so we're looking at both like 
the macronutrients and ma uh, micronutrients. So what I mean by that is like your macros are going to be your, your good sources of protein, good sources of fat, good sources of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates coming more from like the fruits and vegetables that you have and then the whole grains, right? Um, versus packaged things. Anything that's in a package is not going to have any nutritional value. I know it's tempting because like you might have like the items for your kids um, and it's convenient and I fully, fully get that. Um, but really you're, you're running on fumes and it's not going to give you the energy that you need to tackle the stuff that's going on the day. It's not going to give you the mental clarity that you need to tackle the stuff that's going on the day. And you might find that your kids are having more behavioral issues also because of a lot of like the processed sugars in it, the dyes, all these things can cause kids to just act out a lot more. So if you're like wondering like, why is my kid just like all of a sudden acting really crazy or like, or um, personality has just completely shifted and they're constantly having tantrums. Look at some of the packaged foods that you're having. It could, it, that could possibly be a cause. Um, the other things is like, when we talk about the fruits and vegetables, the reason why those are really key is because that's where you're going to get all your vitamins and your minerals from. Um, yes, you can take multivitamins and everything else, but really getting a nice variety of things. So when we are talking about moms and how to get this in, what I like, and now we're going into the cooler months, and this is something that I usually point out for the cooler months because no one wants to do this in the summertime, is to do like the one pan sheet meals. So like you're looking at like, I have a pan, I'm putting my proteins, and I'm putting my vegetables all on it, right? And you're just spreading all out. And it's something that you can easily prep in a couple of minutes and then throw, I like set it and forget it when I'm a mom. Set it in the oven. I know that in 30 minutes, I can come back and it's cooked where I don't have to be at the stove top trying to like, maneuver things because as you know having a little one it's very hard to hold a kid when they're crying while also trying to stir the pot <laughs> like this is just you're like am I going to burn the kid am I going to like drop something is something going to burn is the food going to burn it just becomes a lot another thing is crock pots instant pots like all mm, these little things right a favorite I know I know now <laughs> being a mom my mom loves them right like my mom's are like oh my gosh my instant pot girl, use your freaking Instapot, use your crock pot, use your air fryer, whatever you can do where you could just like put it in there and cook a meal really quickly where you don't have to sit there again and, and slave in front of the stove to get that meal done. Um, so those yeah, are some- And then the, you got to think about the timer as well. Like you don't have to worry about it. Like it exactly. has a timer. You can push the time in and go do whatever. And then, and then if it, you forget- It goes into warming mode. Yeah, it goes into warming mode. So it's like, okay, it's just keeping my food warm. Who cares? No big deal. So those things are really, really useful, moms. Um, the other thing that I would say is if you have, and if you feel comfortable with this, um, if you have a community, again, going back to that community, if you have a community where you can say like, all right, you know, I'm going to get my community of moms and we, and like one day they, like they watch the kids while you cook meal, like, and then you provide enough food for, for their family and then vice versa. That kind of makes, that takes the, the pressure off of you, right? So you're saying like, all right, today, Kamisha, I'm going to have you watch my kid and I'm going to cook a meal for you and your family. And then like next week, it's going to be the opposite. So that at least you have number one, that childcare where you can cook that meal. And number two, you have that community that you're creating. So those are things that you can also do. Um, the hardest one, and I see that this happens often, is, and I'm now picking up these habits too, is eating your kids' leftovers. Uh, <laughs> because it's the whole, I don't want to waste things. Well, if you feed your kid healthy food, you don't have to feel so guilty about eating the leftovers because yeah. hopefully those leftovers are not chicken nuggets and french fries all the time. Um, <laughs> So if they're eating something healthy, if you are eating some things here and there, then at least you don't feel too bad. 
The other thing is, is that if my kid doesn't finish the stuff on the plate, it goes in, to, you know, I wrap it all up and it's going to come back out another meal. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to eat more than I need to because I already ate my meal. And just because he's tired of eating it doesn't mean that I have to force myself to now eat his leftover stuff, even though I don't really need to eat it. Right. So I just kind of package it up and bring it back out at another time. So hopefully yeah, those I things like kind that. of come out. Yeah. So no, that's good stuff because I, I found myself lately um, when I'm ordering, I'm trying not to order because um, I, I order my, my groceries. So <laughs> as I'm ordering them, I'm going through the list and I'm putting the stuff in the basket, but then I'm going back through the basket to take things out that shouldn't mm. be there. Right. Because I know sometimes like I see them like, oh, I want it. And I push the button and then I'll come back through a second or third time to take things back out. And I've been trying to get more um, fresh fruit, vegetables. I used to do the trail mix all the time where I made my own trail mix, buy the, the raisins, the nuts, the different stuff, the seeds, and, you know, have them in jars where you can go and scoop it out, shake up your bag, have your little snacks with you, you know? So I'm trying to get back to those things because I felt like at first I was like, it's too hard. Like, I got to keep doing all of this stuff with the kids. Like, I can't even function. But now I'm like, it's not that hard. It was that whole part of just not having a plan and strategy together. And now, even with planning and strategy, I find that when you plan too much, when you strategize too much, you're going to go insane because you're going to be trying to get all these things done that in reality, as a mom, you don't need to get it done and you don't have that time that you think is there. So you got to give yourself wiggle room. Yeah, you got to, you got, you have to, you have to say, okay, if that doesn't get done, you have to start to prioritize, right? So it takes us like, if we're not a person who um, wants to follow a schedule, just prioritizing, doing the things first that need to get done for real. And then having those things later that you, you want to get done, but they don't need to be done. And so I started getting um, more fruits and vegetables, you know, to have at the house. But the, the problem before was waste, right? I stopped doing it because I would never get to cooking the fresh um, vegetables before they went bad. It's like, I'm wasting so much money. But now I order by week. When before okay. I was trying to order for a couple like the month. weeks. Yeah. yeah, two, three weeks and then not getting to the stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start ordering weekly now. That way I'm getting the meats for the week. I'm getting the vegetables for the week because what was happening too is I would order the food and things would go bad. Even the meat would go bad. Or then I decide, okay, I'm gonna just order and put it in the freezer. Then guess what? Don't remember to take it out the freezer to defrost it each day. So it was just like, look, I'm gonna order for the week. It makes the most sense and it's been working really well. So finding out what mm -hmm. really works for you um, and works for your household that is like the ultimate game changer to see what works for your household. So um, those tips are good. So ladies, I hope you heard that. I hope you're listening <laughs> and you got those tips in because we want to be healthy physically, but we need to be healthy physically in fitness and in nutrition, not in just one or the other. They like, they go together. Like you can't say, oh, I'm eating fine. I'm never going to work out. I'm never going to move my body. Your body needs you to move it. <laughs> Your yeah. body needs the movement. So, and vice versa, you can just say, I'm just going to work out. I'm never going to eat healthy. So you might look good on the outside, but I'm telling you your insides 
not not so hot. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing that I, I and that's the biggest like lesson that I try to tell so many people because um, I'll have a whole bunch of people like, well, I'm doing a workout, so I don't know why I'm not losing weight. And I'm like, because your meals are crap. Like, yeah. I'm like, it's really, it's 80% of it is your nutrition and, and it's inflammation from the foods that you are consuming. And if you're not getting your nutrition, I always say that there's three legs of the stool, right? So you have your nutrition first is the biggest one. Then you have your exercise. If nutrition is not together, I don't care what kind of exercise you're going to do. You're just, you're still not going to feel good or you're not going to get the results that you're looking for. And then the last one, because people always ask about supplementation or herbal things that they can take. There's no even reason for me to even tell you that if you don't have the other two things like together, because if your nutrition and your, if your nutrition is not, well, I can prescribe you a probiotic or multivitamin or whatever it may be. And it's not going to do crap for you because your nutrition is not there. So I can't, there's no magic pill <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, that, that's, that's um, I want to say that sound, when I think about it, when I think about nutrition, I think about when I would eat well, how much better my body felt. I had mm-hmm. more clarity. I, um, I didn't have as much issues. And when I say issues, I mean all around, physical, mental, health, like so many things. And when you talk about inflammation, I like that you brought that up because a lot of people, when they think inflammation, they just think swelling. They don't even think about the inflammation that you can't see, right? Oh, yeah. So when you're eating all the junk and the crap, we're, we're, we've all done it. Nobody's exempt. We've all done it. But the inflammation on the inside, right? Mm -hmm. The inflammation that's causing problems on the inside, that inflammation you can't see. So if she's talking about inflammation right now, you're like, I'll have no inflammation. Like I'm not swelling up. You probably most likely do. And it's the inflammation that you can't see. So you guys- I'll give you some examples of it too. Yeah, just because you can't see it don't mean it's not happening. So, and we need to take care of ourselves because we are moms and we have- responsibilities and people that depend on us, little people that depend on us. And if we don't take care of ourselves, how are we going to take care of everybody else? You're going to start breaking down. I've had those moments where I had started breaking down and that made me realize like, hey, you got to take care of yourself better, but we don't even want to get there. And that's why we're providing the information and the support. So we don't get to that point where your body has to break down mentally, you have to break down. And then that's when you decide to do something about it. We want to do something about it now. Exactly. Okay. So you guys, so now we, we are at a portion of the um, show where we talk a little bit about behind the scenes. And one of those things that we do is we tell a story and we talk about something that's happened, (laughs) something that's happened. Um, as being a mom that was either funny, one of your breakdown moments, something you can share with other moms just to show them that, hey, it doesn't just happen to you. It happens to all of us. So what okay. you got for us, Stephanie? I'm trying to think. Something happened the other day that was absolutely crazy that he ended up doing. I can't even remember what, <laughs> what it was. Um, what was it? Oh my gosh. Um, oh, so I remember being uh, on a phone call 
And all of a sudden, he, I, I, he decided that he was going to rip off his diaper and just Ooh. run around <laughs> in the house, like butt naked. And I'm like sitting there, and my, all I could hear in the background, because my mom was also helping out and watching him, is, oh my gosh, he's naked. He's going to probably pee all over the place. <laughs> and here I am on a phone call, like a professional phone call. <laughs> like, um, excuse me. <laughs> take care of my butt naked son who's not potty trained yet yeah that my mom is like worrying that he's going to pee over the house but he was like having the blast and he did not want to be caught he thought it was a game because my mom's chase it, it kind of reminded me like that tom and jerry situation right where everyone's yeah. chasing so she's like she's chasing him he's just running around having a good old time i'm trying to grab him too and he just thinks it's a game like we are just we're, we're chasing the kid and not for the fact that like he's just free balling at this point. And I sent a message to um, my husband. And it was funny because I saw a meme that said like, you know, messages before you got married and messages after you got married. Yeah. It's like the before the marriage is like, hey, baby, when are you going to come home for dinner? And it's all like these sexy little photos and whatnot. And then after they, after you have kids, it's all about kids. And I was like, exactly. Like pretty much my text message to my, my husband was, your kid is freeballing it right now. And his response was, he just wants to let it air out. <laughs> That's funny. Well, so what, what was the result? Like the result did... was that we finally was able to get him. <laughs> we were able to corner him and, and get him and put the diaper on. But it was That's just hilarious. Like, I'm like, here I am on a so call. Like, hey, I gotta let he you know how to take it off. I'm glad oh, yeah. mine hasn't discovered that yet. Ooh, he was just I, having, he just pushed, like, like, he, he like, um, it reminded me of what the, the chipping, what's that, uh, the guys that like, that strip. Yeah. <laughs> he, just got, he just like took it off to the side and was like, bam, and he just threw it off. That is hilarious. Now the three-year-old, that's, a, that's another, that's another, uh, another conversation on, on uh, pull-ups and uh, everything. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation, but I'm glad the little one has to figure out how to take his diaper off because we don't want pee and poo everywhere. That, that's not what we want. Right. And you were on a call though. Like, could they hear it on the call? I, I just, it was like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Cause I heard my mom like screaming. I mean, I saw it and I heard my mom screaming. I was like, kind of like in the corner of my eye kind of situation. And I was like, I'm sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> I'll call you right back. And they're like, what's going on? I was like, I gotta go. It's something with my son. <laughs> yeah, funny. That's to hilarious. Up on the phone yeah. call too, right? It's like, I'm not, I'm trying not to laugh while being on the phone call. Yeah, that's hilarious. So that was a good behind the scenes. That was a good one. <laughs> know that this one will be on the interweb. No. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. So um, we, um, this week I posted, um, I made a post on the gram about seven things I wish I knew before I became a mommy, right? Mm. So I'm going to go to um, one of them because we're talking about self-care. Um, I think this one is a good, um, number two was it's a lot of trial and error. No matter how much you read, research, or get advice, your journey is your journey, right? So I want to talk about that as we're talking about self-care. I want to talk about a couple of them, but this one um, more so because it's us two. And I know that um, since we gave birth last year um, during the pandemic, and I'm pretty sure we've had a lot of trial and errors 
and um, just knowing that you wanted to do things one way, right? And you had this whole idea of how you were going to do things, but I'm pretty sure it didn't turn out like that. <laughs> I'm pretty exactly. sure that what you thought was going to happen did not happen and other things happened. And being able to say, okay, this is my journey. No matter what somebody else says, nobody, no matter what I thought was going to happen, no matter how much I read things, I researched, but the journey, right? Like being able to just keep going, even though the things are not going exactly the way you thought it was. So now we're kind of on to more of the mental health aspect, the mental fitness, being able to say, okay, I got to let it go and control what I can control. Oh yeah. Um, I would say one of the things, you know, prior to the pandemic, you know, when I, when I realized I was going to be a mom, there's this whole like idea of what motherhood is going to be like, where I'm like, I want to be able to meet up with like moms and go to outings and get my coffee and do play dates yeah. and yada, 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 yada. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and you're like, I don't see anybody. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, like your whole pregnancy situation is completely different because I was doing a, a virtual shower versus like an in-person yeah. shower. And then it wasn't until really like the summer. So like almost, almost a year after, I think Noah was probably 10 or 11 months um, before I got an outing with other moms and it felt comfortable mm -hmm. to be with other moms. Like, yes, we were doing like swim classes, um, but it was like really like being surrounded by other moms and doing that, like, oh, we're going to go and grab some food with our kids. And we're going to like have like a little mom group and we're going to be outside because we felt comfortable at that time. And we all sat there because we all birthed in the middle of the, you know, the pandemic at different phases. And it was like, this is what we were like hoping to have, but it just mm -hmm. took some of us as long as nine plus months to get it. Um, so that's, that's definitely um, one of the things that, um, that definitely shifted for me. I like it. So just being able to know that, hey, like I planned this, it didn't go so much, but now I made a new plan because um, what I was doing or what I wanted to do, it couldn't work at that moment. So I had to, you know, make a new plan. That's that trial mm -hmm. and error. Let me try it this way. See if that works for me. And if it does good, if it doesn't, okay, let me try it another way. And I want to say to the moms, like if you get to that point and you don't know what to try, you have to reach out and ask for help and ask for support. So one of the other um, ones, after I just said that, look, I think I'm saying all of them all together because I just talked about planning and scheduling, right? Like it's not going to always go the way you want. That was number three. And then number four is don't be proud or embarrassed. Ask for help. You don't have to do it alone. It's hard. It's not always smiles and butterflies. It doesn't make you weak and you don't have to be superwoman. You can sometimes, you know, sometimes that's fun, but you don't have to be, right? Exactly. So um, be able to ask for help, you know, and that's another thing about building that support system. You know, you talked about a support system and even if you don't have it, you know, at home, you know, being able to build that community, whether it's online, whether it's offline, you know, that support system doesn't have to be just in your home. You can build a exactly. support system outside of your home. So um, what, what is your thoughts on, um, you know, seeking help, whether it's mental, I mean, whether that is uh, mental health, whether that's physical health, whether that is help 
from a professional, from your family, friends, or even from a community of people that you are just now um, meeting? Like, it doesn't have to be people you know. Oh, definitely. Um, as I mean, I would say just as a person in general, whether you're a mom or not, you need to have that support system um, in order for you to thrive. And, and especially, you know, you look back at like mentorships, right? Like having someone there to show you the way. So for me, when it comes down to it, like I would kind of touch base on all the ones that you talked about. Mental health. Like I, as soon as I found out that I was going to be a mom, I reached out and made sure that I found a therapist that supported like moms and the transition into motherhood because I didn't know like what was going to end up happening like am I going to be one of those statistics that has postpartum depression and anxiety I don't know and I want to make sure that I had built that rapport with someone versus trying to seek them at the at my weakest point right like when I need them the most where I'm most vulnerable and less maybe even less likely to want to introduce someone new into my life or feel comfortable reaching out. So I'm like, let me establish this relationship early on so that I feel comfortable and that they can start seeing these, these changes and these shifts in me um, so that I, I can get that support I need on the mental health mm -hmm. area. Um, physical health, you know, your body is changing constantly. And even if that means like hiring a professional trainer for a short period of time so that you understand like how to do certain types of exercises, how to adjust your exercise routine to your new current situation, right? Like your, your pelvis might be a little bit different. Your abdomens might be a little bit different. There's things that you might need to make that, that shift. Maybe you might want to try something completely different. Maybe you were never a runner before and you want to get into that. Having someone there to support you so that you know that you're not going into it like blind and you're not injuring yourself is very important. Um, Maybe it's like you have a goal and you need to have that accountability, whether that is um, a coach to hold you accountable for your business, a coach to hold you accountable for your health, um, a coach to hold you accountable for your personal life, right? To like organize those kind of things, getting that kind of help and that support. My other support system I have, and I, I called on her today, like it's a mom that I met in swim class and our kids play all the time, absolutely love it. I had a meeting originally at um, three o'clock today. My mom was not able to do it because she had an appointment. My mother-in-law also had an appointment. And so I had reached out to my mom friend and say like, hey, I have this really important business meeting. Um, I can't, you know, at this point, I can't reschedule it. Uh, are you able to watch my son? And she was like, no problem because our kids play anyways. I mean, luckily we were able, the meeting, the person I had a meeting with, they wanted to shift it to an earlier time. So I didn't have to necessarily rely on her, but I didn't, I felt comfortable with them being together because they already are together and they, they adore each other. And I was, and she was willing to do it. And I was like, I'll pay. She's like, no, you don't have to pay me. It's, you know, like our kids love each other. Let's just, you know, arrange this. And that was a really nice way to get that added support. Another thing that I'm doing is I have a friend who I've known for quite a while and she's like, Hey, I'm looking to create a side hustle and I'm looking to clean houses. Do anyone, you know, anyone that wants the house clean? And I was like, uh, I'll sign up. So tomorrow, I have someone coming to my house, cleaning my house for the first time ever in my whole ent ent entire adult life. Um, I was like, yeah, if you can do a deep cleaning and then I can maintain it, you know, if you can come like every other week and I can maintain it. So I'm looking at ways of getting help. And sometimes that is hiring a professional, right? Like, yeah, I can mm -hmm. clean my own house. Yeah, I can um, create my own exercise program. Uh, yeah, I can create a support group and everything else. But why not reach out for the help that I need to have instead of me trying to reschedule or cancel an important business meeting? You know, why not reach out to someone that I know 
who is willing to assist and, and help out on that and, and having the, the wherewithal to say like, I'm okay with this and it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be all right, right? I mean, the other option was that I was just gonna tote my kid along with my, me on the meeting and, and not really give a crap. And yep. if the person had an issue, then we weren't just going to be a good client anyways. <laughs> yes, I love it. And um, I like that. That just made me laugh again because I'm just going to take them with me. And it is what it is, what it is. Yeah, yeah, but not just that, but, you know, just being able to say, okay, I need help, whether it's professional, whether it's not. And I'm just going to have to accept that I can't do all the things all the time, even if you're very capable of doing it. So um, when you said hiring somebody to clean because you're like, look, that's going to help my life out so much more. It's going to create less stress. Then that's what you do. So one of the things that I do that I told you about is I, um, I order my groceries and shopping and stuff like that is one of the things I have outsourced. I rather not go to the stores and spend hours shopping. I just rather not do it. Um, that time could be going to something else. And then I don't have to take the kids into the stores. Like, I just don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I don't want it. to because I already don't like to shop. Like, I don't like to do it. I don't like to physically go to the shop and go through there, get all this stuff, stand in those long lines. I don't want to do it. So being, and that takes so much stress off of myself of not having to go to the stores for hours shopping. I just don't want to. And um, I'm very capable. I can walk through there and do the shopping, but it's better for me if I don't. So being able to ask for help. Uh, we talked about it not being perfect. Oh, we cover all of these in one talk. And we talked, we're definitely, we've been talking about caring, um, taking care of yourself. So, oh, and then the final one on there is the first one, which is it's okay to mess up. You don't have to know everything. Being okay with messing up. <laughs> I've had a lot of those messer uppers. And at the beginning, I was beating myself up about it. Like, oh my God, I did this. Why did it happen? Oh my God, did I damage the kid? Like, <laughs> or, or missing appointments. I've done that. Like, I slept uh, through, even when I was pregnant, there's so many times where I'm like, oh crap. Like, oh, I got my days mixed up. Like, I thought today was yeah. Wednesday. And you're like, no, it's Thursday. I'm like, I just missed my appointment. Oh, crap. <laughs> so that is what happens. I promise you, when you become a mom, you miss days. I don't know how, but you do. Just like you when I was talking to you earlier and I said, what did you do this weekend? And you're like, wait, is it the weekend? Like, did the weekend happen? Or, like, <laughs> it's not even the weekend yet. <laughs> it happened. Days go by and then you're just like, what week is this? Wait, is this a new month? Is is this actually October or like what, what month is this? Oh, no, I'm always in the same month when it's not that month. I don't know. I think it's something when you become a mom, like all the time just runs together and you never know what day it is. It's OK if you might not even know what time it is. I'm just saying. So that's. That's cool. What, what helps me is that I have days in which I'll have like things for him. And so like, I, I can know like, okay, today is Friday because we have some class on Friday and I can, I associate stuff. So then I try to yeah. like pair things together where I know like, okay, some classes on Friday. So I know that I have an appointment later on that day. All right. So then I know that that's the actual Friday. Any, any days that he does not have activities, I can't tell you what days those are. Like, I, I really, I'll be like, is it Tuesday or maybe it's Monday or Wednesday? I don't know. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. So now we've gotten to the point of where we give a tool and a tip and how it works is I'll give the moms a tool and then the expert will give a tip, right? So you'll give them your best tip that you can give today, right? So I'm going to go ahead and give the tool. So usually I give a tool for entrepreneurship and business, but because we're talking self-care this month, I want to give you two tools that you can use this month or not just use it this month, but for today, I'm going to give you two tools that I think are very helpful. And it's very helpful for your business if you do these two things. So the first thing is really simple that you might not think about, and you may not use it right now. So this has become a lifesaver for me, and I'm going to show you right now. I have two, because I want to make sure that they're always a set that's charged. And a lot of times I only use one at a time. So I have four. These are wireless earbuds. And why these are so important as a mom who is a business owner and to keep your mental sanity is that when you have one inside and you're on a call or you need to be on a meeting somewhere where you need to listen and actually hear what's being said in your home when there are children and other things happening, you can actually hear. Mm -hmm. Drowns out the noise around you. You can hear the person talking. You don't miss stuff. And you might think it's just some headphones until you use them all the time. And you start to understand that you can go to that meeting you think you can't go to because you have your kids at home. And so you skip that meeting that happens at that point of the day because you're like, oh, my kids are home. They're going to be too loud, blah, blah, blah. I'll catch the recording. I'll do this. No, you can be there and you can be interactive. You just need a good pair of earbuds that great sound. And it's a mic and earbuds. These are Samsung because I have a Samsung phone. And I like the qualities of these. These are Samsung by AKG, which is um, a good audio. Um, But um, I have some Beats as well. They have good sound quality. And they're nice and loud without um, having that um, fuzzy sound. I don't know, the fuzzy sound, that interference. So it's nice and loud. Um, The second tool, don't overlook having some good earbuds, you guys. (laughs) The second tool that I want to talk about that um, different people use different devices to do this, but I have a Fitbit. Um, I have a Fitbit. It's not on. I have it off because things like irritate my skin. But as I have been wearing it, I started to realize the activity that I was doing when I was stressed out about not being able to work out, right? So when I had the Fitbit on, I realized that I was working out, going up and down the stairs all day. I saw how many steps I did in a day. And I was like, how is that possible? Like, because I thought I wasn't doing anything, but you realize the small things that you're doing. And the other thing that this Fitbit does is it tracks your sleep. And so when we're talking about self-care and we're talking about health and we're talking about sleep, being able to see your sleep patterns is out of this world. I looked at my sleep pattern and realized how long I was actually sleeping, how long I was actually awake, how long I was in a deep sleep, 
And it changed the way I took care of myself when it pertained to sleep. And I actually started getting more sleep. And you're able to set your target sleep time. And then it shows you, okay, this is what you're, you're getting an F right now. <laughs> what you want, what, how much sleep you're getting and what your target amount of sleep is that you want to be getting. So I was able to really change my sleep patterns with those. And I wanted to um, tell about this, about this because we're talking about self-care and we're talking about health and we're talking about uh, physical and mental health and sleep helps both. Sleep really helps your mental health and your physical health because if you don't get enough sleep, your body's not going to function correctly. And if you don't get enough sleep, your mind, your brain is not going to function correctly either. So that is one of those things where some people use their Apple watch, some use their smart watches, but I just got a Fitbit because I was like, I'm not about to get a watch because I don't really ever need a watch. So I got the Fitbit instead. And it does those same things. And it has an app on your phone where you check your app each day and it shows you your sleep patterns. So it's really important. So now it's time for your tip, Stephanie. So your biggest tip when it comes to your expertise for these moms, what would you tell them? Okay, so um, what I'm going to do is I want to play on one of your um, devices that you were talking about, which is your wearable. So whether you have, uh, as you mentioned, an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, the big thing is that I noticed, and, it's, and, and one of the issues that I have even being in the health and wellness uh, field is hydration. And I constantly forget to drink. I have a water bottle I'm staring at over here. I have my herbal tea. I have access to these things all the time, but what constantly, I constantly forget while I'm running around chasing my kids, how important it was. So I decided to do like a hundred day challenge of challenging myself to drink more water. And my goal was to get about a hundred ounces a day. During that time, I was able to get a lot more, like my skin was really clear. My hair was growing a lot more. I had a lot more mental clarity. Um, I just felt good overall, right? Like I'm sleeping better. Um, my muscles weren't as sore. So one of the things I would say is if you have a hard time remembering things, use the thing that you currently have, like your Fitbit and your Apple Watch is going to nudge you when you are not being active. Put that same, so when you are being nudged to get to get up and do your walking, also to remind yourself, oh, not only do I need to get up and do my walking, but I also need to drink eight ounces of water at that time. And so that's a simple technique to help you to remember. Another thing I would say is get a large water bottle, right? Like get the largest water bottle that you can. If you can get something that has 40 something ounces, that's amazing. Because the least amount of times that you have to remind yourself to refill something, the easier it will be. This one here is like a 24 ounce one. So I know I have to refill it four times, but if I had like a 40 ounce one, then I'm looking at like twice. Um, and then I'm just drinking like another, maybe glass of water for breakfast and a glass of water for, you know, for dinner. And so it, I hit that goal a lot quicker. Um, so those are some of the things that I would say hydration is going to help again with mental clarity. It's going to help you physically feel better um, and to aesthetically look better, right? Like you're, you know, you're going to see more of a glow um, that same beautiful pregnancy glow that you had <laughs> before will come back when you start drinking uh, more water. I was trying to find um, this water um, bottle yeah. company that oh, okay. um, I have. I have not taken it out of the box. So I'm going to put my hand. 
I'm not taking it out of the box because I was like, I need to drink more water. I've been trying to drink more water. I tried to remind myself every day. And the Fitbit actually does remind you, like it tells you that you need to drink water, right? Um, Because it has a setting in there for you to say how much water you drank in a day, right? So to nudge you. And before I used to look at it, I was like, why does it say water law? Because I thought it was saying like I was getting it wet. Like maybe my arm was sweating because that's what it looked like. It looked like a sweat drop. Oh. <laughs> Don't tell people I told you this, even though we're live, right? But <laughs> I didn't know that that's what it meant. And then I really looked at it. And I was like, oh my God, it's telling me to drink water. So it reminds you to drink water. And every time it does that, I always kick myself because I'm like, Kamisha, how many times are you going to forget to drink water? And that's another thing is moms know we get caught up and we get um, like distracted by all of the Mm -hmm. things that we forget to do something as simple as drink water. And now you're making me feel bad because I don't have a water right here. I tell my husband every time I'm like, I forget to take water when I'm doing the podcast because I need to be drinking as I'm talking and um, need to be rehydrating. And it's funny because as you just drank your water, I was like, dang it, I forgot again. I'm going to have to um, have water that's sitting by my desk. So that way I always have water when I remember and when I'm doing the podcast, I can't find it. I wish I could find it. I don't think the name is on the box. Hold on. I didn't want to show the box because I won't know if they happen to see. I don't want them to see. I haven't opened it yet. Uh, but when I tell you, they're going to know anyway. It's called Notiq, N-O-T-I-Q, okay. N-O-T-I-Q. They have um, like notebooks and different things, but they also have like a water challenge. And okay. so I ordered the large water bottle. I think they might have one larger than this, but um, it's really large. Let me see how many ounces you're gonna make me break it open no i'm looking at it i'm trying to see i'm trying to look on their website right now yeah um because i got it during the water challenge and i didn't open it because i you know i just was using the regular water bottles and then i was like and it's so cute oh it is cute so what does it say i i am becoming that's cute and then it has a different you know how on um, the different water bottles, how each oh, yeah, you when you get something different. So it says a woman of focus, a woman of value, a woman of courage, a woman of discipline, a woman of consistency, a woman of health and wealth, a woman of success, a woman of completion. And that's what it says at the end. <laughs> oh, nice. A woman of completion. Um, this is a large bottle. I'm trying to see how many ounces. Say how many ounces on it? can't see it says bpa free made uh triton yeah it doesn't say but it is really large (laughs) okay yeah so it's really cool you know and then it comes with a water a bottle cleaner too so that was really cool now it's open i'm gonna have to use it (laughs) Mm -hmm. i gotta wash it (laughs) Yeah, so ladies, drink your water. That is your tip for today, to drink your water. And um, I promise you, when you start drinking water, your body will thank you. Just like um, Stephanie said, your hair will thank you. Your skin will thank you. Every part of you will thank you when you're drinking enough water. Exactly. 
And then it, that even helps with the inflammation too. It helps flush everything out, drink your mm-hmm. water. Okay. <laughs> so that was our um, tips and tools. And again, do not sleep on a good pair of earbuds. I promise you. I promise you. I've been able to do so much more that I thought I couldn't do when I started actually using the earbuds. I had them for a really long time and I never really used them. And then I found a reason to, so that I can get on these meetings and different things I was a part of and not feel like, oh my God, they're going to hear everything in my background. Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to hear. I'm going to miss everything. They're going to call on me. They're going to say something. I'm I'm not going to know what's going on, you know? <laughs> so the earbuds really work. Um, so now it is to that time where we depart. But before we do, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. So we've had this really good conversation about with Stephanie about your physical health, your nutritional health, your mental health. We talked about all things health and self-care, and that is what she does. She's a holistic health and wellness coach, right? And she works with a lot of moms. So you moms, make sure you get this information. So where can they find you? Yeah, so they can easily go over to my website, which is my name, um, www.stephanielopezgilmore.com. Really simple. Um, and they can check a look at all of my services. I offer Zoom classes. Um, pretty much everyone there is a mom. I offer like quick 30-minute classes throughout the course of the week and an hour class on the weekend. And, and it's typically around lunchtime, like the midweek ones, um, just so that you're going to be able to get that that like time in or whether it's lunchtime or kids' nap time. Um, and I'm, I'm able to coach that way. I also do like one-on-one coaching um, and a variety of different services. So whether you're looking for like a detox, um, more of the wellness services, looking for assistance with like fertility all the way through postpartum. Um, I even have a, a background as a postpartum doula now. So um, if you're looking for that postpartum care plan, I can help and assist you with that too. Okay, so you can find her at www.stephanielopezgilmore.com and that will be linked down in the description and in the comments. So we'd like to thank you for coming today and sharing your expertise and your knowledge and some of your story about mommyhood and business with the unapologetically me, mommyhood listeners and viewers. And again, we are here every week at 8 p.m. Eastern on Sundays to bring you everything mommyhood and business. So thank you everybody for tuning in to Unapologetically Me Mommyhood. Remember this episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community for support in your home and business to help you thrive in both. And you can go to www thriveafter9.com, www.thriveafter9.com, and join the support community at the Founders Rate. So thank you again for watching, and we will see you next time. And for the listeners, thank you again for listening, (laughs) and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us.